not how numbers work. Well, I don't know if everyone caught that, but they do now. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Skeleton Crew Podcast. I'm your host, all Mighty Stross, or Distross. Over there is Sardo, my co-host. And Hi. the pink one, or purple one, depending on... I'm purple. Your your color scheme is pink, purple, and black, if we're being... And why he purple? He purple. But uh, today we're going to talk about vampires. For reasons. But first, I guess we should cover the Game Awards real quick, because... I, I guess we should. Because it is relevant. And uh, our thoughts were probably what you've been seeing on Twitter for the past day, few days on this Monday, or for us, it has been 24 hours. The first of all... <laughs> Go ahead. I was going to say, best of all, uh, Armored Core 6 was nominated for one thing. It did not miss... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unlike Spider-Man, which had seven nominations and won nothing. Aww. <laughs> Poor Spider-Man. Saul Spiderman. Uh, would have been nice if they let the people who made the games actually Spiderman. talk about shit that was important to them. Uh, oh, yeah. I, first of all, really happy for Neil Newbon. Happy for uh, Larian Studios. Great job to all of them. Well deserved. But if you could not cut off Neil in the middle of him talking about like important shit uh or and don't Larry don't cut off anybody don't don't cut off anyone like everyone had 30 seconds it's like do you do you fucking think i'm here for the celebrities no i want to hear the people who made the games talk about their games I thank you very much i do not care I... about timothy chalamet i do i do not care about timothy really sucks i hate him <laughs> Alright, fair enough. I don't really care. I'm not really emotionally attached to the man. He's a piece of shit. Sure, why not? I'm not not here for him. (laughs) I'm not here for Anthony Mackie, or McKee, as I kept calling him today for some reason. (laughs) I was like, that's not what his name is. Or maybe it is. I don't actually know. I'm... I'm here for the people who actually did the work, and... I would have been here for Ildris Alba if he won. (laughs) Yes. He, he, He does not count. And and there's a whole other cup of tea in that, you know, there were folks protesting, like, the mass layoffs at game studios and everything right outside, and nobody said anything about that. You know, video games, the one thing we can all agree on, that's neither here nor there. Actually, it is it is somewhere, but that's not what we're talking about tonight. No. Um, congratulations, Baldur's Gate 3, the only game to ever exist. <laughs> I'm very happy for you all. That's not true. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I just talked about how Armored Core 6, which should have been nominated for Game of the Year, but instead was ousted by Spider-Man. I'm sorry. Sardo, you weren't there for the point when Rusty said, I won't miss, and all the sound cut out, and then the shot rang out, and he hit a giant robo-worm. Holy fuck. Exactly. That, it, that is peak. <laughs> I love Baldur's Gate. That is... But nothing will ever truly be as spectacular as a giant mech firing a railgun into a giant Alaskan mechanical bullworm. That's pretty peak. It's pretty peak. Uh, Kuroda wasn't nominated for anything because he missed the cutoff date. But uh, don't worry, folks. He will win one of what is now going to be called the Bonies, which you'll be hearing at the end of the at the start of next year. Uh, quite literally think? on the first. <laughs> <laughs> we have our own award show. Hosted by two skeletons, the Bonies, coming soon. 
yes, I will advertise this every episode of December until people actually care about it. Maybe. That's that's fair. <laughs> yes. But in the meantime, we're talking about vampires because well, vampires relatively a vampire won uh, the best actor award, so I guess it's relevant. Neil Newbon is a vampire? Well, he plays one. Good on, for him. He plays one on TV at the very least. But yeah, we're we're going to talk about vampires today. Uh the best vampire in our opinion. Prepare for argument. <laughs> I have my so... argument. Hold on, let me get my argument hat uh, my argument headband on. Da-da. Da-da. It's the thing I usually wear when I'm working out. It's on my head. So, I think before we begin, I we need to establish I want that to be made abundantly clear. That was the thing I just did. <laughs> anyway, go on. We we need to establish a general definition of what a vampire is, because what there's a lot vampire? of different kinds of vampires. What is vampire, Joker? So, a, a, a vampire, I'm going to say, mm-hmm. ignoring all the extra things outside the definition, a vampire is an undead or similarly immortal being who drinks the blood of living things to sustain itself. Probably can't go out in the sun. Uh, there's some exceptions, but usually probably can't. Uh, sharp teeth? That's a vampire. So what you're saying is I can nominate El Chupacabra. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, no, it's it, it has to be mostly humanoid. <laughs> mostly I, humanoid. You've never seen El Chupacabra. How dare you? <laughs> well... Pfft. I, I don't think El Chupacabra is, is humanoid enough to qualify as a vampire in this case. It's it's a goat sucker. That's different. I'm going to contact ACLU. A- a- because I said a Chupacabra can't be a vampire? Yes. For cri- What's the cryptid equivalent? <laughs> But but that that is my baseline definition of what qualifies as a vampire. Does, does that sound fair? That I think we could add one thing, and that is okay. vampires, in general, have to also not just be humanoid, but they have to be specifically rather human, as their base form, or at least human appearing. Human enough. Um, I know. Head, two arms, two legs, a torso. I, I, I was uh, like, is this a World of Darkness joke about Nosferatu? And I feel like it is. <laughs> I, I'm, I never really did a whole World of Darkness thing, but I feel like you definitely have, so. Oh, yes, yes. You you were thinking I, Nosferatu. I think a, a vampire is a creature that could feasibly look like it has a driver's license. Maybe it doesn't because you can't take a picture of it, but it, it looks like it could. Well, no, here's the best way to put it. If you if a vampire stepped in front of you, and if you were to dress it in human clothes, would it look out of place in the human clothes, I think is a fair... Sure, yeah. Like, yeah. if you dress like World of Darkness Nosferatu in human clothes, it would look kind of silly, but you're like, yeah, that makes sense. It's a goofy-looking guy, but it's still a guy. It's still a guy. He's just ugly as fuck, but, you know. Attractiveness is... Vampires do not have to be attractive. No. 
Speak, like I said, World of Darkness Nosferatu. I, I mean, we, we all know that Nosferatu is the biggest baddie in the game, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, Count Ornok, so... a.k.a. Nosferatu. Nosferatu. <laughs> so... I think a good place to start with this is some of our favorite vampires. You want to start us off? And, this was your idea, or you want me to go? Yeah, I'll. I no, I want to go. Uh, <laughs> I had a feeling. I had a so feeling. So, I I feel obligated, and this was kind of what pushed me to suggest the topic mm. for tonight, because he's topical. Uh huh. A Mister Mister Astarian Baldur's Gate, um, or Astarian and and Cunin. Is is actually his last name? I, I just learned looking that up. But uh, Mister Astarian from Baldur's Gate Three, really good vampire. Uh, good, good archetypical vampire. Oh, foppish and dandy, and loves to spill blood, loves to drink blood. Um, gay little freak in a frilly shirt. I like him. Uh, in that same vein, Lestat from uh, Anne Rice's Vampire Chronicle series. Also morally ambiguous, weird dandy in a frilly shirt who loves to kill things. Okay, Very good vampire. So yes. Off a little bit, how many of these people are just going to be dandies in frilled shirts? Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up! <laughs> the answer is many. <laughs> no, no. This next one's not. <laughs> oh, well, I'm it. sorry. That was that was a little aggressive. I apologize. <laughs> I didn't mean that. I'm sorry. Um, Alucard. Uh, Alucard Helsing. Not he a dandy. A no, no, he doesn't. Yeah, no, he, he doesn't. Do. No, yeah, no. What's going on? He no, also has no, a no, jacket. no. The... The, no. <laughs> okay. Give, give me a second here. Give me a second. No, no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. No. Uh, that, that, that's different. It's the shirt is not frilly. It's just the tie. You're, you're reaching. You are reaching. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> look at him. That's a really shitty picture, but look at him. <laughs> He's wow, well-dressed. Really He's not a dandy. <laughs> Watch the, you really found the worst. Uh, you were leave kidding. me alone. I'm not blaming you. You said it was bad. I was like, wow, you're right. Stop roasting I mean, me. <laughs> never. No, I refuse. But I also like him. This is this is vampires. I like. I think he's good. Um, he's. He's weird. He uh, he has a gun. He can turn into bats and, and a big dog and shit. Okay. I don't know. Those are my top three vampires. What are your top three vampires? Uh, 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 okay. Well, there's, of course, Dracula, which is technically half of all vampires, depending on where you uh, are. Astros, that's actually a type of vampire that is a Dracula. Uh, get your vampire facts right. You do not insult Bella Lugosi in this way. <laughs> no, no. A Dracula is a kind of vampire. Don't you bring this World of Darkness bull bullshit in here right now. <laughs> <laughs> I already did that, but that was more funny because Nosferatu looks silly. 
which is true. Anyway, so so Bella Lugosi's Dracula. Okay, all right. Count Orlock or Nosferatu. All right. And probably the most uh, actually least dandy and fancy looking person here, uh, Kane from Legacy of Kane. You're you're not wrong. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to count Raziel in this discussion. Well, only because, like, mm. what he's most famous for is not being a vampire, but being a vampiric wraith, and that's, like, you count that, and I'm like, I don't know. I, hmm. Yeah, does you, does you he drink blood? Does is. he drink blood? No, he, he eats souls, which I feel like takes him out of the whole vampire conversation. That, so, well, I, I think. Here's the problem. He was a vampire, then he was tossed into the underworld by Kane because Kane's a dick. Yes. So he was at one point a vampire, but now he's not. Now he's a gross blue. You know who I'm talking about. I know you do. Yes, I do. Yes. He's like a, a blue skeletal vampire thing, and I'm not really sure if he counts. Does he drink blood? If he doesn't, I'm going to say no, that's not a vampire. Okay, so he's a wraith. Cool. And I, that wraiths are also cool, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. So, oh, that that complicates things, though, because Colin Robinson, from what we do in The Shadows, is an energy vampire. Therefore, doesn't drink blood. He feeds on energy. Well, oh, yeah, here's the thing. And Colin... He is hmm. described as a vampire. We're gonna count him. Okay. Like, right. if you're described as a vampire, you're a vampire. Like, Fair enough. Like, because Raziel is a great, great part of this discussion because he is divided between he was a vampire, but now he's called a wraith. Yeah. Because he's dead. Sort of. <laughs> Which is funny because technically he already was dead. Sort of. <laughs> but, but now he's deader. Yeah, now he's even more dead. <laughs> he he, he is just... twice as dead as he used to be. <laughs> He's just a spooky, ooky guy. He's a spooky boy. But yeah, okay, so... So yeah, those are those are six vampires. So let's... We're not really discussing who is the best vampire, because if we actually were to try to do that, we're going to have to have, like, a chart. And we don't have a chart. We don't have string, flashcards, or hilarious photos. Joke's on you. I have all of those things, and I'm not turning on the camera to show anyone. <laughs> Actually, I don't have any of those things. I don't. I lied. Why would you lie to me? <laughs> but, uh, okay. So, that. Let's start with what makes those vampires good. What, what makes them enjoyable? Well, I think with Let, all vampires. And. We should really divide vampires into two groups, in my okay. opinion. There is right. the classic vampire, and then there's the new school vampire. And what I mean by that is the old school vampire, which is a lot of those guys are the old school vampire. And what I mean by that is they're all sort of aristocratic, high class, you know, mm -hmm. they're all like, basically you could imagine them swirling a cup a, like a glass of wine being like hmm yes yeah at some point 
Or they would call someone a peasant. Yes. With no irony. Mm-hmm. And then there's the new school vampire, which is more like the goth, but actually a vampire instead of just jokingly a vampire. Mm-hmm. And I, like that, that's the difference because there's a difference between like that to me is there's from like world, like the difference of world of darkness vampires to like the to like the old school classic vampire. Because mm-hmm. to me, the difference is the old school vampire is like the evil aristocrat undead ruling the lands forever, which, you know, what vampires kind of were to a lot of people were at least in terms of allegory. Yes. Whereas, like, the modern vampire from, like, World of Darkness and all the stuff afterwards is more like... The... More like the freaks and weirdos, the castoffs of society. Taken on more of an underdog role. Yeah. Like, these, these vampires are more heroic. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Sometimes, not always. Um, Morally gray to heroic. But yeah. So I think the question we have to ask ourselves is, when determining what's our favorite vampires, mm-hmm. is number one, what do you like about these two groups? Or if you like one more than the other. I don't know. About I mean, you. I'll let you just talk about it now. <laughs> I I'd say with with my general favorites, I've always really liked the the foppish old school vampire. I think there's just something really fun about a guy in a frilly shirt drinking blood. <laughs> Hello, darling. I, Hello, darling. Now, and I think there's... We, we should also note that being an actual aristocrat is not what makes an old-school vampire an old-school vampire. Yeah, you don't have to be an aristocrat. You can just have the trappings of it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's more of like... like Asterion is a great example, actually, because he's not really, like, a nobleman. He was, like, a low-level bureaucrat in city He's a magistrate. Yeah, he was a magistrate. He wasn't really that big of a deal. And probably bad at his job, too. Probably. Like most magistrates. But the point yes. is... The point is, he wasn't really someone of... He wasn't, like, fancy man, but he had, like... It's, like, it's how you carry yourself, how you present yourself. Yeah. It's, it's the... I think more than anything, rather than outright, you know, having to be noble, this kind of vampire is posh. Yes. Because you don't have to be blue-blooded to be posh. (laughs) It's posh spice. I think the only one out of the ones we mentioned that wasn't some form of nobleman at some point, in terms of how they act... For most of their story is Ali, uh, is Hel- Elsing Alucard, but that's only because <laughs> he's just so sick of this shit. Yeah, he's yeah. he's burned out. I'm like, I'm so done with all you motherfuckers coming back and trying to kill me. You can't. But that's like very specific. 
mm-hmm. and kind of weird. But yeah, by by and large, the kind of more old school, I'd say, classify it romantic vampire. Uh huh. That that's kind of the vibe. Cause like a lot of the more new school World of Darkness styled vampires, they're they're fine. New school vampire, I think a blade. That's the first one that comes to mind for me. The Daywalker. Also, Blade. Blade was number four there. I, I do really like Blade. He's very enjoyable. I like the part where he gets shot by the cops. He's like, <laughs> "You kidding me?" It's like, "Fuck you." <laughs> hmm. So what what about this other sort of genre of vampire? Because I'm th- I'm thinking Count Orlock. What what is he? Because he is nobility. He's, he's a count. He's just Dracula, but but a freak. He's a Dracula. <laughs> you can't see my eyes, but you knew what I was looking at. You knew how I was looking at you. <laughs> I'm gonna throw my knife at you. <laughs> but yeah um you know he, he he's fun but that's only because i really like the movie nosferatu which is an excellent movie saved by piracy yeah. yes thank god for piracy but for as much as i like count orlock and like dracula okay Okay, let's a- let's ask a very important question here before we keep going about Dracula for a minute. Yo, the OG mm-hmm. vampire in vampire fiction of the well-off man. The version of that is Carmilla, who is a bit older. And, and a lesbian. And gay, which is eviler. <laughs> Maybe. What, what, what are you more into, xenophobia or homophobia? <laughs> One of them is one. One is the other. You take your pick, Sardo. You, you. I can say this to you because you get the joke. <laughs> but it, it, what, in terms of Dracula actors, and we're gonna just keep this to live action for now. Who's your yes. favorite live action Dracula? Oh, that's a tough question. Because this is the secondary I'm... difficult problem, like with Lestat. Mm-hmm. Like. Uh, Lestat, that's the one played by Tom Cruise, right? I, yeah, yes, yeah, and that's a great performance by Tom Cruise, by the way. Mm-hmm. And then that's uh, like who, like who plays them can really change how you view a character or like a thing. So who's like your vampire actor of choice? It like didn't matter if they're alive or live or dead. You have the ability to summon the this person to play. Your Count Dracula, or Lestat, or whatever. So Dracula wise, Gary Oldman. Ooh, interesting pick. That thousand percent. Okay. Like he he does a wonderful job. <laughs> Mine is probably Sir Christopher Lee. Ooh, that's a good one. Only because like that guy does like as an actor he had the intimidation going full oh yeah and then there's also second for me is bella lugosi just because like 
you, you gotta pick the OG. For something. Oh yeah, like Bell Lugosi. It's it's not really a contest, dude. Is Dracula? Just looks like Dracula. Yeah. But yeah, so like when it comes to that, it's sort of at least when it comes to that old school vampire, you need someone who can just play it right. And not everyone can do that. So what do you think are the traits needed to really play a good vampire? <laughs> well, depending on what kind of vampire you're playing, mm -hmm. for the old school one, you need to have presence. And what I mean by presence, I mean like when we open a thing, when we start the show and the thing opens up and you're like, look at this motherfucker. And he then goes, welcome to, to my castle. Has to have, it has to have presence, panache. Like, I have to feel like this guy is actually kind of, like, intimidating. That part's important. You gotta, like, even Gary Oldman's, which is more of, like, the decrepit type of old school vampire. Yeah. Where he's kind of like, oh, he's still got yeah. presence. That that certain je ne sais quoi. The this man has to have a castle or own land, and and he has to own it. It's got to be kind of spoopy. Uh, a good vampire is just a really sexy landlord. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's one way to put it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not. Maybe not that, but landholder, absolutely though. Yeah, but like the point is, for me, if you're going to play a vampire and do it well, of the old school variety, once again, I want that guy to make me feel like. Oh, he owns the place. He's scary, <laughs> but in the fun way. He's intimidating. <laughs> and on the other end of the spectrum, you have, like, the new school vampire. And the new school vampire is kind of tricky to nail down. Because now all the vampires are just, like, people who live their daily lives and normal stuff. Yeah, it... it like, there's... People are doing more with with the whole vampire idea now as as it changes, but I mean there is ah. it's but, but new vampires are more all over the place. Yeah, like uh, Blade's a great example of this. At least the Blade movies, maybe not the comic books. Mm -hmm. But like Blade works because these are new school vampires who aren't also like. People who are just like people at a club, weird goth guys at a club. Yeah. With their shirts off. It's sort of why, like, it, it's why Twilight's kind of weird. Because that's more new school vampire, where they're like kind of just normal people who exist. Yeah. But happen to be vampires. And like, <sighs> I prefer the old school type because they're more interesting, usually, as like, Characters in a piece of fiction. Typically so. But that's like a me thing. 
I understand if you like the new school, like, I just walk around. I'm a normal person. Also, I eat people. Yes. By going... But, but a lot of it now, too, there's, there's definitely a lot of the thing where... Well, I, I feed on the blood of animals instead of humans because I still have some morality. <laughs> yeah, it, it's sort of like the shift of focus of what what is what. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely one of those things. It, it, it's, it's tough because I feel like when it comes to determining best vampire, it, it's like, well, which one do you even prefer? Because, like, I prefer... You and I prefer the old school vampire as like the menacing nobleman. Oh, I like their swagger. <laughs> yeah, we we like the swag, we like the outfits and all that jazz. But it's also like you look at stuff like Blade and like Blade works because like they're still like got like that depravity aspect to it. Mhm. Mm but then you get to something like obviously we didn't like Twilight for a variety of reasons. Because it's not a Twilight was, it, it was very grim. Uh, but I like, mean, I go for it. Yeah, I love bad literature, but oh, it's yeah. like I don't know if. I mean, that first book is very boring. <laughs> that, that I'm gonna be fair. I watched like the first movie, The Hunger Games, and uh, of Twilight. And if you ask me which one is the more entertaining of, as like a narrative. Oh, it's Hunger Games all the way. And not just because it's better written, but because it's like, something happens in that book. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's the problem of, it's hard to write a will they, won't they, when you know, A, they will, and B, it's not, the will they, won't they aspect, it's not super interesting. Except the baseball scene. That's fun. Because <laughs> that's actually funny. <laughs> yeah. Like, we like playing baseball, but we gotta wait until there's a thunderstorm so no one notices that we're hitting this shit like a fucking maniac. <laughs> <laughs> But that's like that's personality though. Yeah. That that's like a that's a aspect of personality to it. And, and like the problem I have with the new school vampire is this like at times you get like it just gets kind of dull. It I I think there is is such a push nowadays to make vampires the good guys and I'm not saying you can't. I'm not saying you can't make uh, a vampire character who is kind of an average person who is dealing with this. I mean, it, it can be a nice concept, but by and large, it just lacks the panache. Yeah. I think also it's just like... I think a lot of it... I'm trying to, like, think the best way to put it. I think mm -hmm. the issue is with the new school vampire is not just that it lacks panache, but it also sort of lacks that, that like, as you say, qua, if you don't execute it well. Like, World of Darkness is cool and all, but, like, you play a shitty game of World of Darkness and you're like, well, this is fun. <laughs> Yeah. We're, we're all just like, it's like, are you this morose type of like, oh, I'm a monster. It's awful. I wish to not be a monster anymore. And if you don't execute that, well, it's really boring. 
and the the self-loathing vampire is is done to death and you know tropes are tools you you can make a good character of that archetype but it's kind of boring honestly yeah it's also because it's like now oversaturated like blade worked because like blade's not really is like a half vampire and he's like i'm hunting all the other vampires because you fuckers suck and and blade had some additional stuff there is is you know the the idea of this this otherness as like an additional commentary on stuff like race (laughs) and also and and things awesomely played by wesley snipes yes and and wesley snipes just killed it (laughs) when he was caring yes very key point but the general kind of like broody morose self-hating like oh i'm a monster i don't want to be this way kind of thing is is dull it's so dull (laughs) yeah i i think really what we're complaining about when it really comes to best vampirismo is that we want our vampires to have some level of like reveling in it at least a little bit Again, uh, Astarian, you know, he doesn't love being a vampire. He doesn't think it's great. It kind of, kind of a shitty existence, but dude also loves some murder. <laughs> well, I think, like, the reason why Astarian works is because, like, he was made a vampire against his will. Mm-hmm. And then kind of forced into a bunch of shit. So it's less about him being a vampire and more about... Him going through really horrible things. It's the situation that matters. Yes. And I think that's the part we really need to, like, make sense of. Is that what we're talking about is less the vampire and more about, like, oh, I hate this shit. But not because I'm a vampire, but because I have to go through this other bullshit. (laughs) And I feel like, for us, the best kind of vampirismo is the one that revels a little bit in it. Like, that's why Kane is so much fun. Because he's just... Oh. He's just the worst. Kane is delightful. Also, he's played wonderfully by Simon Templeman, who is not in a lot of things, which is very weird with a voice like that. Seriously. And we want that. We need that. It's the key. The the best kind of vampire is a guy who just kind of sucks morally. Or if they're not morally terrible, they're interesting about it. Yes. And like you gotta be like if you gotta be extra. I think that's what it is. You gotta be extra. You gotta be a little over the top. Gotta be a little extra. You gotta. You gotta be it. So, who's your favorite, um, favorite vampire not played by an IRL actor? Like, well, technically they all are. (laughs) You ran, you walked straight into that. God damn it, you know what I mean. You walked so hard into that. You look. You were sideshow Bob, bobbing into that rake. 
fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, Non-live-action live vampire. Hmm. Uh, I think it really comes down to either Crispin Freeman's Alucard mm. or Simon Templeman as Kane. But I like him for very different reasons. I think I have to. I, I think I have to give it to Kane. I think I have to. Give you know, I. I think Kane deserves it. That's. He's he's just so good. He's just such the worst. He's he's awful, and that's great. Yeah. And I just think, personally, that's the fun of it. Delightful. You gotta be, there's some level of revelry. (laughs) Any other vampires you want to talk about? Um, I feel like I would be remiss... If I did not mention, and this is the TV show version, but but the movie version is good too. Uh, what we do in the shadows, the main characters, but particularly Laszlo Cravensworth, played by the inimitable Matt Berry. He's my role model. He's my inspiration. He goes New York City. <laughs> He's Jackie Daytona, human bartender. Mm. I, Laszlo is, I think, everything a modern vampire should be, and that he's he's just vampire classic, but with some slightly different morality applied to him. <laughs> well, I, I I always like to believe from everything I've ever seen of what we do in the shadows is that he's not evil, but he's not good. He's more of just he's he's just a dude. He, he, like, exists on a completely different morality scale, like he came from an alternate dimension. He he just, he's just built different, and he loves his wife, and Nadja is also A-plus vampire. Uh, we, we don't get as many lady vampires as I'd like, but God, she's so good. And And they love each other, and I love that for them. Yeah, I feel like this is a case of... Like, he just exists as something that's completely, like, from an alternate universe of people. He, he, he doesn't belong in this world. He probably doesn't belong in any other one, but God, I'm glad he's here. <laughs> hey, Zactamundo. You, have you watched what we do in the shadows? I have watched some. I, I don't watch a lot of TV. You know this. We gotta watch more. We got we gotta watch more of it. That's something we gotta do. Yeah, probably. Let's see what else. You... Um uh, What else is there? What other vampires? I like this so this is more just like a general type of vampire. I really liked the vampires from 30 Days of Night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you ever read that comic? Uh no. No, I have. Oh, they 
they are what I like to call like the weird little dude subtype of vampire where uh-huh. they're bordering yeah. humanoid, but they're like really scary and really vicious and kind of feral. And they've got like, they don't, they don't have just like the two little sharp canines. They have like a big mouthful of needles and they're fun. I really enjoy them. Uh, Okay. Fun, fun secondary question to all of this. Uh Uh-huh. How monstrous do you like your vampires? I mean, you know, I can... I'm good with a variety, but I do love a vampire that gets very monstrous, especially if they have a transformation like Alucard does, where he can become like, not even just bats. Bats are good, but becoming like weird shit, like a swarm of something or, you know, a big monster. That's good. That's the good shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, well, what about you? Where, where do you stand on that? Well, I definitely agree with you on that one where it's like, it's more fun if they can become like more scary. Like uh, Lady Damatrescu is a great example. Oh, oh my God. I can't believe I forgot Lady D. Oh my God. La- Lady D. It's like, it's fun that she's an eight foot tall, scary lady, but it's a lot more fun that, you know, she can be a 20 foot tall, even scarier, whatever the fuck that is. Like, like a dragon, like a big fucked up dragon. <laughs> or whatever the fuck that is. I, I, I forget. I've only seen it once and I don't know exactly what it was. Let me let me look up. Yeah. But like that that's the key. Like if, if you're gonna be monstrous, because like we we joked about the Nosferatu. Like they're fun, but they're fun in that goofy, like this looks silly kind of way. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, no, you can transform into a spookums, that's more fun. See, okay, here's Oh, please be a better picture this time. I mean, I know what you're talking about, but okay, let me, let's take a look, see what the fuck this actually looks like. It's... Look at her. I'm not really D- sure what dis- to call that. Dis- describe it for me, Strauss. What um, are you seeing here? Well, on top, it's kind of like a chimera or like a manticore. Mm-hmm. Or it's this big gaping maw of rows of teeth, a evil tongue thing kind of got like a dragon body and batty baddish wings but like a dog tail like a floofy dog tail and on top is this like bust of a lady with like tentacles growing out of it it's really fucking weird looking it's it's weird and scary and it's great it's neat and that's what we mean when we say like if you're gonna transform into something it's you gotta transform into it because if you led with that it's less fun I also want to give props to, I don't remember the name of the enemy, but it was an enemy in Bloodborne. They were vampires, but they were like ticks or mosquitoes. They like sucked your blood with a prehensile thing and then their bellies got all swollen and they really fucked up and gross. They were like naked old guys with with big fat bellies full of blood. I I got another one that we we could also bring up. Huh. And that is, uh, oh God, what is it called? Uh. We then we haven't talked about like vampires from other cultures. <laughs> I know. That. Oh yeah. I, I I I that also came to my mind and kind of pushed out the original thought. <laughs> like we haven't mentioned any of like the Jiangxi, which is technically a vampire, but also not really a vampire. Yeah, they're 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 undead. Yeah, they're they're the jumpy boys. They're fun. But oh. yeah. Uh, there, there's another one. 
Should say Roy Halcott. I had a thought, and then my brain just went, "No, no, you didn't." Uh, a Penangalon. Uh, it's a vampire from Malaysian mythology. It's it feeds on the blood of newborns, and it's it's that thing where it's like the the head of a woman. Like they look like human women in in daylight, but then the head like pulls all the organs out through the neck. And it's just like a floating lady's head with organs trailing behind it. Oh. And and they drink the blood of babies. That's so cool. Yeah. I got one for you. Mm-hmm. Well, I have to look at what it's called because I don't know how to pronounce this. Uh, no, 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 not that. What's, what, what are you called? Shit. Ah. So... It's a... Uh, I have no idea how this is pronounced. It's a Mananagal, which is a basically a Filipino vampire. I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna post it in the chat and then you look it up. I want you to describe what this looks. This is the name. You can Let's see here. You can see why I have no idea how this is pronounced. Mananagal. I think it's that. That's how it's pronounced. They're kind of like vampires, but they're from the Philippines. Hmm. Very cool. Yeah. They're like, they're ladies who are like cut in half, but they're still attached. Oh, that's metal. Exactly. They're cool. We seeing like more there's, of them there's so many here. vampires out there. There are a lot of vampires out there. And they're all neat in their own way. But overall, I really appreciate a little bit of a little bit of creativity with vampires. I I think that kind of going outside the box is interesting i do i do love a man in a frilly shirt with some pointy little teeth but i like when there's something more to it oh yeah basically i think what we're saying if you want to be best vampire in our hearts you gotta be weird you gotta gotta be weird a little strange gotta be a bit of a freak and you gotta have some panache and some presence you gotta have that swagger. You gotta have swagger, Joker. And you've got to have the full force of the sun! No, you don't. You're the exact opposite, in fact. <laughs> the full concentrated power of the sun. I was right there. Oh, Starian. Uh, I, I can understand why the internet is so gaga about you. Yeah. You silly little freak. Indeed. But I think that's a good way to end our vampire discussion and ask you a very important question, Sardo. Yes, Ross? How have you been watching? Oh, what the hell have I been watching? Uh, rewatching lots of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, as as I am known to do. Um, that's That's mostly been it. I've... Trying to think of what else I've been reading. I've been catching up on Records of Ragnarok, which is really good. Really enjoying the manga. 
Uh, have not watched the anime. Have no intention to. I've not heard it's very good. But the manga's great. Uh, Jack the Ripper just won a fight against Hercules, or Pericles as he's in there. Uh, Are you and, Greek and it was Roman very compelling. Spelling? Are you the Greek or Roman spelling today? Great. It, it was very compelling. I was actually kind of rooting for Jack there at the end. Not that Heracles was a bad dude, but Jack was just built different. Mm. Good manga. Check it out if you haven't. I've been watching Farron Beyond Journey's End. That's what I've been doing. I really need to watch that. You, you really do, Sardo. I'm dead I, serious. You, you, you are the second. You're I'm, the second friend who's been telling me you have to watch this, and I'm like, I know I do. You know what? If if I can, we'll uh, see if I can find a way to, for me to show you it. Yeah. Because like you, this you would love it. This is up your alley. I I know I would really. Also, enjoy I it. sold you a scene out of context. I did tell you the context, but you're like, out of context. That scene is hilarious. It is. It is very funny. Nothing funnier than like a small elf girl going kill yourself, but with like the voice of a full grown woman. <laughs> oh, it's great. You definitely need to watch it. It's fantastic. I would say more, but I feel like we both want to maybe talk about this on its own. Yes. At some point. Yeah, I I would like to I would like to see it and then I can give my thoughts. This is the problem when with the hell you're watching. It, it's sort of like sometimes we run into something where we're like, like th th this is how the Scott Pilgrim episode happened, by the way, was I just yes, started it is. watching and I'm like, Sardo, I'm going to have to watch this. We're going to need to talk yep. about this. <laughs> it happens every so often because sometimes it's like, like, I don't think we're going to talk about me playing Rogue Trader. I don't think you're going to actually... You might pick that up, Sardo, but... Fine. You might. Fine. So, yeah, so that's kind of, like, where we end up in a lot of these things, is just sort of like, oh, hmm, um, hmm. 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 Like, Baron. No, this is a we have to talk about this thing. Yes. Because, like, I watched 10 episodes in, like, almost 10 episodes in, actually, I think it's 10 episodes. Hold on, I can check. Yeah, I watched 10 episodes in a day. That doesn't happen unless it's really good. I just, that, that is, that is love. That, that was like, whoa. Because, like, when I was watching, like, for example, when I, Hey K Story doesn't count because I was watching that when it was premiering. Mm -hmm. And that was a weekly format. But when it was like, uh, Cyberpunk, I watched that, like, a couple episodes a day. This, this is serious. This is, I, I was hooked and, like, after episode one, I'm like, oh. Uh -oh. and, then I, and then I didn't stop. And I didn't. I, it, it's, it's like potatoes chips. <laughs> it's like the potato chip.
I kept eating and eating, and then I never stopped eating. Well, that's as so, so, good. Uh, for you for coming attractions, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of which, we're uh, speaking of which, I'm going to tell everyone what next week's episode is going to be because I've dis- I'm putting my foot down for doing it because I suggested okay. to it to you last night, and I thought this is too funny not to do. Strauss attempts to explain Warhammer 40k to Sardo as well as he can, which means it's not going to be great. Oh. It's going oh, to be such a fucking weird episode. Oh, boy. Oh, oh boy. You are going to just be like, well. I don't know what the hell's going on. Oh, you're going to love it. You're going to be like, the hell is this? And you're going to be like, well. All right. I I don't know what we're talking about, but okay. This is we're gonna call this. This is gonna be a classic example of be ready. You're about to be inflicted. <laughs> I also would like to bring up the most important thing. Uh huh. Uh, shout out to my daughter Alfel Valentine for returning to Guilty Gear. That happened yesterday. Congratulations to you and your daughter. She uh, she's really into Bushdog. She has a band now. You know what the, the the little kind of gothy punky look works for her. Do you know what a Bushdog I'm... looks like? Yes. I love the fact that like no, she she's always been hyper specific into that. Which is so stupid. She's great. Not, not I like that, her. But she named her band after the scientific name for bush dogs. Nerd. She's so baby girl. She's so baby girl. She's, she might be the most baby girl, baby girl of all time. Who actually is a girl for once. She's She is quite baby girl. We have called numerous male characters baby girl. When they are anything... Looks wise, anything but. I'm not saying personality. I'm saying looks. That's different. L- lots of lots of men are baby girl. I'm like I said. I don't disagree with you. So some of them are called that when they definitely don't look it. I'm I'm not disagreeing with you. Uh, but yeah. So that's uh, anything else you've been watching. I think that's been about it. I or reading, I really need obviously. to. I need to step my shit up. I I don't I don't watch enough. I I read plenty, but I don't I don't watch enough. <laughs> I mean, obviously, what the hell you're watching is not about just watching things. It's also about reading, playing. It's it's a general like what what anything fun you've been ta- you've recently looked at. Uh, I I think that's. Oh, I. Yeah, that that's about it. I I was trying to think. It's like there's there's been other stuff. I so, and the the way I work is I read about four or five books at any given time, and it's not like oh I'm so smart. It's just I can't stay focused on one thing for too long. <laughs> that's fair. But. Yeah, that's that's been what I've been up to, so. 
Yeah, I only just started Rogue Trader, so I'm not very. I'm still mad that I can't romance the Sister of Battle. You will understand what those are later next week if you haven't learned the, already. The name already speaks to me. Oh, Sardo, I will do some explaining after this. Oh, girls. You're gonna love this. I, I'm gonna get you into this, and you're gonna thank me later, and then you're gonna curse me later at the same time when you look at the, the prices of things. Oh. It, it's an expensive hobby. You don't have to spend money on it, but oh, can it be the money, the money, the, the, it did the money. The money is mine. Anyway, uh, I feel like this is an episode. So, do you have any closing comments you want to give before we uh, sign off and give our socials? Uh, I like vampires. <laughs> I do too. Well, folks, I feel like that's the episode. Uh, as always, you can follow uh, Sardo here at, at Autopsy Garlands on Twitter. Mm -hmm. uh, Mark, keep an eye out for the art account when uh, commissions are done and allowed to be shared. Not all of them get shared for a variety of reasons. Sometimes uh, they're shared on a special secret other account. Wink, He's wink, true. wink. Yes. Uh, Uncle Death on Blue Sky, spelled with a K. And, of course, you'll be streaming tonight when this episode goes live on Monday nights at 6.30 p.m. Mountain, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Uh, you're going to have a draw stream where you do requests and such. I'll be there. That is correct. And in the meantime, uh, I'm at All My Strauss on Blue Sky, Twitter, and, of course, Twitch, where I stream Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Sardo will be there. Yes, I will. We're uh, almost done, or completely done with Persona 5 Tactica by the time this airs. You'll find out, because either uh, I'm finishing up repaint the Repaint Your Heart DLC, or uh, playing something else. We might have to do a tier list maker of just random bullshit. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I love tier lists. I, oh, I love making tier lists. You know I'm a like a insane tier list maker. <laughs> no, like, do you know how bad it really is? I don't know. You're gonna find out right after this. Our listeners might not know, but I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, thank you all for coming. This is the Skeleton Crew. This is our podcast, and uh, tune in next week where Sardo is about to learn a lot about something he knows only tangential knowledge about and oh lord is it going to be weird oh boy <laughs> no you might want to add a bit more to that boy there add like a, add like three more o's please oh boy not, not that distraught you just need to add to the o's <laughs> all right goodbye folks good night everybody